0: welcome welcome uh welcome to the blue versus green show i had i am your host one of them at least as you guys can see that there are three of us on your screen i'm gabe and i'm joined by jose and walt say what's up
1: what's up what's up what's up it's going down j-e-t-s (laughs) jets
0: we're going to talk a little bit about giants and jets specifically the final preseason game which is also kind of a little bit of a Preview of the in-season game that we're going to have this year. Um, Jets and Giants faced each other yesterday for the, uh, or not yesterday, by the time that you guys see this, it'll be two days from now, um, in their final preseason game, and it was also the very first time that we got a chance to see Aaron Rodgers play in a Jets uniform. How about that? So let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, Guys, what did you guys think? Jose, we didn't get a chance to actually talk about the game. Why don't you start it off?
2: That was that was a fun game to watch. I had to watch the condensed version again because we we uh, took dad. It was fun for me. It was yeah, it was very fun. We're gonna get to how and why and what made that game fun to watch uh, and what was interesting about some of the the decisions that were made. I think in in that game as well. Um, But we were at the uh, Atlanta United football with a, with a U football, Spanish football game uh, with dad. Uh, My wife and I, uh, we took him to the game since they're visiting out here. So I was catching the game on my phone um, and I saw the, the Jets get out to a early lead. It was interesting to me. Like one of the interesting things was like, I I know that Daniel Jones has played prior to this in the preseason. He got his warm ups, but I'm, Struggling to understand why you wouldn't want to at least get him a series against this defense and really test him against the probably the best defense that he had seen this preseason so far. I know that Daniel Jones has been repping it and killing it, in my opinion, as well, like in the limited action that we've seen him, he's looked like a pro. Like we, we talked last week about like whether or not he's a top 10 quarterback. I don't think that he is either, but I think that this season is where he might creep into that conversation. It's Crazy. I know that it's crazy, but you could, we, we you could have a conversation. it would take a moment, but we could probably all name 10 quarterbacks that are better than him. At least on paper, yes. I want to be clear about that too, right? Yes. Um, so that yeah, our game was fun to watch. We got out to that quickly lead. Aaron Rodgers looked sharp. Um, it was, I mean, actually he looked a little rough on the first series, but, but he got it together and they had that great touchdown connection with Garrett Wilson. Um, the depth of the Giants again was kind of a, a concern with me although not playing first team like I said was was interesting not playing any first teamer at all playing DJ notwithstanding the fact that that nobody played was uh, interesting to me. I mean like I feel like he wanted to test that competition and show out against the Jets in this preseason game but Dayball's a great coach and maybe his his entire mindset behind that is kind of what I see seems like it's always been he's playing his cards or saving his cards for when it really matters during the season. But it was an awesome game to watch. I've I've watched it a couple of times on the replay um, and it made me continually confident about my team and you guys are going to have a great season too. You know, I I said that you're going to have that. um, I think I said it was an 11 and six season, right? I think you're going to hit the playoffs. I think you're going to have a good season but the weaknesses are still showing a little bit, you know? Like, And I really wanted to see, like I said, the strengths. I wanted to see the DJs. I wanted to see some of the first teamers. But I didn't really get to see that yesterday against yeah, the Giants. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, Walt and I were actually at the game.
0: Um, we got a chance to uh, kind of a visit MetLife. Uh, probably our only chance to see um, Aaron Rodgers in person against the Giants. Uh, as tickets are insane already for that, for that Jets-Giants uh, game. Which it's a Jets... It's a Jets home game, right? No, it's a Giants Giants home game. game Also, yeah, man. So I figured since they made the preseason uh game a Giants game, that they would make the uh, other one a Jets home game. Anyway, um, I I uh, so I you know I went there hoping, hoping that we'll see at least one series of DJ Mm -hmm. vs You know, just kind of hype up the fans and everything, but. The more I think about it, the more it makes sense that, you know, if the biggest weaknesses are depth, then what we need to do is kind of give our second team, third teams, as as many reps as possible that don't necessarily count. And uh, I can see that this is the main reason why uh, maybe uh, Dable didn't, uh, didn't put out any first teamers, didn't put out DJ, because it's really if I have to, if I'm Dable and I have to weigh, you know, the priorities, you know, like these guys over here, first team. We we know that they're fine. They're going to be good enough. The first few games in the season are preseason games, anyway. If you think about it, really, um, it's going to take two to three weeks for the teams to kind of really get their groove. Um, but it's the uh, it's the second stringers, third stringers that we need to first figure out who we're <clears throat> going to, and second off, who um, you know who need the, the the most amount of reps before the the season starts. You know. Um, if, if dj and and our first first team o-line and, and defensive they are going to be able to kind of catch up to speed quicker than who here needs an extra two to three weeks in order to kind of get back up and this is where i think if this is the only if this is the last chance that they have at getting those freebie reps you could say um you know why not so they still would have liked to have seen dj out there for 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 one series but it also wasn't necessary, so especially right. considering that uh, that that we're gonna face you guys, and and by all by 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 all uh, public accounts, um, we're the underdogs here. So why show our cards?
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. I think I think um maybe yesterday was more of a thing where it's like you know what, like you said. DJ doesn't need reps with the first team because basically it's essentially the same team that they're bringing back from last year, right? Except for a couple of vital cogs here. Um, Darren Waller, Jalen Hyatt, you know. But essentially every everybody else is back from last year. So there's no need to get familiar with those guys because they've done it already, you know. Um, so there wasn't that motivation from Dayball to bring in his starters especially on the offense. I think uh the reverse is true for the Jets. I think it was imperative for them to bring Aaron Rodgers in and he was there for what two three two three series if i remember correctly. It was two, right? it was, yes. two series no. It was two series I mean, right? It was two series yeah. Yeah, but you know it it you can tell that there's still a long way to go with, with the with the offense getting to know each other because even though um, Aaron Rodgers was 4 of 7, um, there were some missteps there. Um, you know, he, he missed a wide-open Garrett Wilson across the middle. And I think, um, you know, with him getting more playing time with these guys. Job, yeah. I missed, him, H2, yeah.
0: We missed, we missed yeah.
1: him a couple of times. And I think that's, that's part of the reason why you have we to have Aaron Rodgers there playing. You know, <clears throat> there's that misstep with Uzoma as well. Um, yeah, this is alert. this is the thing that's gonna that's gonna kind of plague the Jets for the first month or so. Is that them learning Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers learning them, right? And I think that's why it was important for Aaron Rodgers to play, and you saw it because there was a couple of plays that they kind of looked a little shaky, right? The second mm-hmm. series was better than the first, but still. Um with the Giants, uh, it was all about just finding out who's making the fifty-three man squad. That that really was what that game yeah. was for them. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, you know, a kind of like dusting off, off the rust for them. It was just about, you know, is are guys like David Sills gonna make the roster? Are guys like James Robinson is gonna make the roster, you know. Um Carter Carter Coughlin, who played a really great game, is he making a fifty three man roster? That was what that game was for Dayball and the Giants yesterday, um, and you know some of those guys showed out and some of them didn't. So,
0: yeah, you're right about that. Um, you know, and and you know it's funny because you know it was the first time that that uh, well for you it's the second time they've ever been to a Giants game. It's you know the first time that we go to one together. How was the experience for you exactly? I thought it was amazing. You know, even though the Giants ended up on the short end of the stick of the scoreboard on uh, that game, I thought it was a really awesome time. Um, I really hope that I get to go to an actual Giants game this season. Not sure if I'm going to be able to, but um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I can uh, you know, scrunch up some scratch in order to get like a decent
1: ticket, those tickets, nosebleeds. Those oh. nosebleeds are insane right now. I mean, uh, you know, it's making it's making the the ticket sales at at the beginning of the year, um, and resale value. Like when I first started looking at it, it was like two hundred bucks. Those things are now at three fifty, yeah. and those no those are the nosebleed. Those are the three hundred series tickets. Yeah, three hundred and fifty dollars. That bad, yeah. you know? They're not that bad. I do wish I kind of brought some
0: binoculars, you know. You <laughs> know, like some of the, the folks near us, you can see some of the guys are veteran, uh, you know, 300 seaters yeah. Um, but yeah, um, speaking of which, speaking about cut day, uh, cut day is, is, is this Tuesday, uh, um, right. it's it's regarded as the absolute worst day in the entire NFL season. Um, and uh, you know, you have mentioned something interesting, uh, I don't know if you picked up on that, Jose, as well, but apparently. The Jets, specifically with Hard Knocks, have have already told Hard Knocks people that this day, this is the one day that you guys are not allowed to have cameras here. You're not going to film our players, you know, going through cut day and stuff. I right. thought that, that was a really interesting um, kind of kind of thing. Like good on Sala and and the Jets organization on making sure you're protecting, um, you know, the 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 I guess the um, yeah, I guess just protecting the team. There was a specific word that I was looking for there but uh but but what do you guys think of that and and that being said like is there anybody that you guys think should get cut most likely will get cut might get cut that you don't want to get cut who there are you guys looking for looking forward to or i guess not looking forward to but what are you guys thinking about cut uh
2: okay so the, the, I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know that that was the decision made on Hard Knocks and good on Salah, good on the Jets organization, good on everyone involved who, who greenlit that and said, like, let's not do a few things. Let's not put, expose the team and, and make the team look bad in any way, like you said, Gabe. But also this is, this is for protecting these young players. You don't want to make them look bad in any way. You don't want to, like, film their reaction and have them, like, maybe they're going to get a little upset and these things happen when you're a young player. You know what I mean. You don't want that on their their resume really anywhere or out there in video to embarrass that player as well, uh, one way or the other. You know, and I think it was a great decision for them to do that. Whew. As far as see, this is this has been the toughest thing, but like you got to get rid of a running back, right? Like when you're the Jets, at we least on the Jets end of the season, back. we're we're stacked at running back. Um, and I said this before, uh, I think, unfortunately, I don't want to cut him, <clears throat> but you have to cut Michael Carter as, as one of the running backs in the running backs. I mean, in terms of production in the preseason, go. in terms of his production last year, like reducing after his first know, season man, as a, a young player, but still one of the older players in that running back room, at least, <laughs> like other than, uh, you know, like Dalvin Cook, who's the veteran at this point, but still also a young running back. But in terms of what, in terms of like the value of the player long term, in terms of the age, uh, in terms of what their potential value will be in a couple of years, like Carter is a, a player who might be a, a leading running back and a running back somewhere else. I don't know if you can trade him, you know, the, with with this much time left to till cut day, and I think that every other running back has really established themselves. Bam Knight and everybody else um, has done like a great job to, to establish themselves as someone that deserves the job. At least that's me. So I know Carter's a a great leader, you know, he's got potential, but like, I I just don't see where he fits into this, to this scheme. What about the Giants? Anybody on the Giants or or you just kind of like,
0: haven't really focused too much on the Giants and looking, looking, kind of paid attention to the the Jets roster. I know it's tough, you know, to look at yeah. both or even to have like an opinion on on the not your team team. Um, but uh, any anybody on the on the Giants specifically that you that you think should yeah. not make the cut?
2: I think it's a running back also on the Giants. I, I spoke about Jay Sean Corman a couple of weeks ago, being one of the only Giants oh. to like break a big oh. run in the in this preseason, um, but he hasn't for lack of a better way to put it, he hasn't done shit since. He's, he's been awful ever since. You know what I mean? And Gray has established himself as a, as a better runner, as, as, a, think, yeah. as, yeah, as a, that. somebody that's better at catching a pass as well. You know what I mean? He's got more ability on both, both sides of the offense. And then uh, former Jet Robinson showed out yesterday and showed why he probably deserves to be in that running back room, somebody that could take more pressure off of Saquon as well. And a solid runner for the Jets last season, a pretty solid runner. Um, so I think you yeah, saw yeah, Robertson, two you saw Robertson
0: carry like five jets and still wasn't able to get taken down. I don't know if that was on yeah. the jets or the fact that he was able <laughs> to like he just that that just looked like some fundamental football of like all right, no, this is how you just gotta stay up, just stay standing. Little baby steps, mm-hmm. just stay standing. He was that he was
1: turning, he was yeah. he was he was moving yeah. his <laughs> legs. Former teams in those
0: some heavy boys, and he's carrying the, that whole spot on his back. That's <laughs> yeah. the
2: former team thing, too, right? He's
0: like, yeah, oh, it I'm gonna It could be, you know, maybe his mental game is on like, you know, like these jets ain't gonna bring me down. They cut me, no way. Mm-mm. Like I'm making the
2: Giants, and I'm gonna like fuck these yeah, guys yeah, up yeah. whenever chance I get. But his time, I know his, it's controversial, but
1: that's what I I think on both sides. His time, his time with the Jets was not a good one, so um, I I, I totally see him saying, you know what, fuck you, Jets. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, you won't. Um, I I agree with Jose on the Jets in terms of position. The 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 person, you know, yeah. the the position where. There is going to be some cuts made. I I disagree strongly with who it is. I I mm-hmm. think Michael Carter, he's he's solid. He's not going anywhere. the The fact that he hasn't played at all in the preseason, um, that to me kind of lends itself that his job is safe. I actually think it's Bam Night. You, you did mention that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You know he played he played sparingly, um, yesterday. But I think it's Bam Night that's the one that's going to get the uh the walking papers here bam knight has not had a good preseason. he had a chance um in the game before against the bucks to kind of like you know cement that that status and he did not have a good game um he he had a bunch of drops in that game he had a fumble um he really didn't do anything to kind of like Put himself above yeah. and beyond any of the players, so I I really do think that it's Bam Knight that's probably going to get cut for the for the Jets in that running back room because Dalvin Cook is set, Brees Hall is set, Michael Carter is 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 a player that to me brings a lot of leadership and a lot of the team looks up to him and I think that's something that Salah values um, those high high character guys. And so for me, um, I think that Michael Carter is safe, and it's Bam Knight that's gonna that's gonna be the one that unfortunately gets the walking papers. For the Giants, um, I was watching I was watching the offensive line with a lot of interest um, yesterday, and you know you know how you know how I am with the Giants on the offensive line, and um, they they kind of struggled yesterday because uh, a, a lot of the a lot of a lot of the time. The quarterbacks were under immense pressure um from the Jets defensive They line. were one, early on and late. Yeah. One guy I, I, that I,
0: just I, real quick, just to mm-hmm. put in on that. You know, one thing that I noticed, they were they were the, the the most pressure came in the beginning of the first quarter and in the beginning of the second half. Right. I don't know if this is a like, you know, I guess maybe a O lines just not like meant to be at least the second 13 guys. Maybe they're just not better enough to kind of get out that locker room and get to work right away, and they need a few series in order to get, kind of get themselves well, set because in the middle, it wasn't too bad. But early on in both ha- both halves, yeah. it was just a lot of pressure on the quarterback.
1: Yeah, and I will say this. It's kind of unfair to, to really grade the, the offensive line against the Jets' defensive line because, quite truthfully, a lot of those guys that are playing backups for the defensive line of the Jets, they could be starting on other teams. So, you know, it's kind of hard to grade on them, but there's one guy in particular that I saw that I, I really wasn't too crazy about. That's number 74. And I think his name is Matt hurt. He struggled tremendously on the offensive line for, for the, for the giants. He, he was constantly, you know, um, letting pressure go by him. I, I think he's definitely a guy that you're not going to see on the giants next, uh, this coming Tuesday. Um, he's among among you know those guys you know there there are obviously other people because you're talking about you're going from 90 to 53 in one shot right but yeah. he's the guy that you know i i was kind of taking a look at yesterday and i'm like oh this guy's struggling so you know he may he may not make the the squad in my opinion yeah um you know for me so so
0: i i think for the Jets, it's kind of tough. It's tough because I think that um, I think that the Jets squad was already kind of set even before preseason started. I think that you know they they, they did a great job. I think that they already had all the pieces that they needed last year, and they, the only issue that they needed was to maybe make sure that they still ha- that they could still keep the depth that they had last year. Um, but the only the only hole they needed to plug was really the quarterback. Everything else was pretty set and I think that it was that that it shows in the preseason games. Um, uh, you know, nothing changed as far as really the cadence of the players, um, maybe giving Zach a little bit more reps out there, um, just kind of get a little bit more comfortable with uh the new scheme and 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 I guess new uh player coach Aaron Rodgers in his ear. Um and then yesterday was obviously about getting Aaron Rodgers a few reps because honestly, yeah. He, he he did look a little rough in that first series. I also don't think that second series was that good. Um, it wasn't. It but, wasn't. But, yeah, but it. But as you mentioned yesterday, uh, you know, at home and everything. Shaking off the um, rust. It, it's better to shake it off now, especially considering who your first opponent is in the Bills, um, than have to try to shake it off then. Um, right. Right. But as far as cuts go, I can't really. I mean, I think it's going to be more of a rudimentary cut day for the Jets. It's 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 going to be kind of keep preserve the majority of your team from last year. I also agree with Walt. I think Carter is staying. It does make sense that uh, if it like you know, kind of like Daniel Jones didn't see much play time, it's because well they already have the decision on Daniel Jones. So it might be the kind of the same thing with Carter, um, and then with the Giants. Um. Yeah. Yesterday, I think was more of a tryout day. Um. And you know, kind of thinking about that in hindsight, Tyrod Taylor only he only had two two plays yesterday. Um. He did not do well in either of those plays. Uh. But they pulled him out. You know, right after that, and then they just gave the rest of the game to um to DeVito and. DeVito was the- awesome. Yeah, DeVito was amazing. Part of me is like, all right, well, you know, that's because they already, they saw enough to say that, all right, Tyrod is going third screen slash practice. Okay. I hope that that's what it is. But it could also be that, like, all right, we give him some reps. He's still our number two guy, you know. And mm-hmm. and it, it, it might still have been the, the DeVito's tryout. Um, and I think that uh, if that's the case, I think DeVito made probably, like, one of the best cases for staying on the team. I really, really hope they don't cut, cut him. Um, the more and more I read online, the more that others are saying that the veto is going to get cut. I would say that I think it's kind of, really? dumb to, you know? yeah, I think that it's dumb to cut the <laughs> veto. I've never, ever have uh, had faith in Tyrod Taylor. Um, and, and the main reason for it is because I feel like, I just feel like he's not big enough for the position. I feel like he can't see over everyone the way that, that, um, that, uh, uh, um, Daniel Jones and now DeVito can. Uh, DeVito is a pretty big guy himself, which is why mm. I think that also the other thing that we saw yesterday is that we saw them kind of try to play DeVito the way they play Daniel Jones. Some QB design run plays, uh, times that he had to kind of like run with the ball and he did some, he, he did a really good job protecting the ball. He looked the most like a quarterback that he, he, he looked like Daniel Jones. And if you're gonna go and have a basic, basically a backup uh, to Daniel Jones, I mean, not basically—that's what it is. You know, why not have someone that's kind of more or less a mirror image of him, so that nothing else changes in the scheme, so that the team, if the if the need arises, the team doesn't feel like they have to adjust to the quarterback. Does that make
1: sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You want you want to be able to have a backup that. That knows the system, right? Knows the system and is as similar as your quarterback because you want to have that continuity with your players, also, right? Yeah. It it doesn't help that if you have a backup quarterback and he's totally different from your guy. Now, all of a sudden, when you pop him in there, your red receivers aren't, aren't, you know, comfortable with that type of skill set that he has, you know? So, absolutely, I agree. You know, if you're going to have a backup, have him similar to your guy, you know? Yeah, and
0: so then, as far as cuts, actual cuts, uh, that that was just more of a like, please, I hope that they don't cut him. Um, <laughs> but if they do, I think that he's gonna have. I think that he showed so much this preseason, these three games, that he can be a starting quarterback in 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 some in some of these teams that are that are desperate to fill some 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 shoes in there. So, um, so I do agree with Jose that uh, that 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 Corbin is should get cut. You know, I think that uh, I think that Robinson did, you know, did an amazing job. I think that he, he, if anything, edged out the position and should be the one that's on the team. He yep. showed versatility. He showed that he's a threat. You know, the tape on Robinson will 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 will, will make it difficult for teams to just um, to just kind of single him out on the field, especially when you consider, you know, we didn't really see this entire squad on the field. Uh, but if you have Jones. Uh, waller barkley and even robinson on the field is just well who's running the ball and next thing you know jones is passing it to, to, to waller you just have no idea it just becomes such a threat to have all these pieces on the uh, on the field that i think that it would be the service to, to, to take robinson out especially considering the uh the the injury history of saquon right. um
1: and, and he then, is a, a former one thousand yard rusher, so that that yeah, also so, helps his cause. Yeah. So you, you, know? you have someone that's also tried and true, right? So, um,
0: you know, and, and I think that you know one of our biggest issues last year was was depth in the running back room too. So, you know, I, I I would not like to see I, I and and Corbin, yeah, Corbin. I I don't think that there's anything special about Corbin. Corbin, I feel like nobody really kind of like. Is threatened by him on the field once he's playing. Um, and then wide receivers. I mean, this is this is a tough one. Um, I I want to say Jameson Crowder should be out. Um, and I would really like to see a space for David Sills. The fifth. Yes. Yesterday, David Sills, He he really showed out. Um, another 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 guy that has hops that can, that can pull the ball in. That can that can, you know that can make a play when it needs to be made and stuff. So um, you saw Vito just target him all, <laughs> which goes to another point that I was trying to make yesterday. It seems like so. Danny Jones has his dance partner in Waller. It seems like that's his favorite target. DeVito has his dance partner in Sills. I would hate to see them get broken up. Tyrod Taylor doesn't seem like he's comfortable with any receivers. (laughs) He doesn't seem like he has, like, like, that's my guy. That's who I'm going to. When I'm playing, that's the guy I want in. It doesn't seem like he's comfortable there. So it might even be something with Tyrod Taylor. I feel like it's something that he's just never felt comfortable, maybe even on the Giants, to be honest.
1: And, um, and you and I we, we both made mention, right? We were looking both at the broadcast when um when they were showing it. Taylor doesn't seem like he has um he doesn't feel comfortable on the sidelines either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it was kind of it was kind of a little bit of a sad moment. It was very started, sad. Like, it, I mean you you, know? you 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 only saw the condensed uh
0: version, so there's a couple things that you might have missed. One of the things too that I that, that I noticed that like as soon as Aaron Rodgers was out of the – Well, excuse me,
2: cat was, was, was there like name. a was there like a sad Keanu like Tyrod Taylor moment or something that I did. not Sort of, sort of,
0: Neither. sort of. Um, that was Hina, by the way, for those of you guys out there that are the cat lovers.
2: The um,
1: official cat of the blue the versus, versus green, green. show. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so what it is is that um all right, so a couple things that you missed. We'll go back to Tyrod Taylor in a moment, but as soon as Aaron Rodgers was out. It was headset on, and you would just see him, like, speaking yeah. into the mic, you know. board. Uh, exactly so, you know, player coach right there, um, which is really, really interesting. Um, Pat and everybody coming but, off yeah, the bench. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor, like, a couple times, maybe more towards the end of the game, but just, like, you would see him, um, like, off to the side. Just like not hanging a, out with anybody, on an little, island, it, it felt a little bit like you know, like Julius Randle from oh, the Knicks. Wow. kind of like, and he wasn't like emotional about, about anything. It's not like he didn't look like he was having fun, enjoying watching people play and stuff. He was just kind of like deadpanning a bit, you he was know. Just there. almost like, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's like he wasn't there. Like he looked to me, and again, this might be like my own um, desires out of out of uh, the team being projected onto to to, to, to what I saw. But he looked like someone that was like, damn, this DeVito guy's about to take my job, you know. <laughs> and the only time that we saw somebody, I don't know who it was, but the only time that we saw somebody come over and talk to him, he, like, got on his shoulder. We obviously don't know what he said. But he, like, asked a question, and then he goes like, damn.
1: Yeah, it was uh, away. <laughs> It was 55. I don't, I don't know what 55 on the 55. Giants is. But 55 uh, was the one uh, that went up to him
2: let right, yeah, so use you know. some forensics to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. So it's, fifty-five it's pretty, it's New York game. Giants.
1: So. He's a linebacker, um, clearly, but I, yeah. don't, I don't know. <laughs> and 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 again, it was a member of the defense that walked over to to yeah, not, even, not, even, not even his team, you know what I mean?
0: exactly. But, so uh, so so yeah. For me, it's 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 gonna Jihad be, uh,
1: Ward.
2: There you go. Jahad Ward is number 55 for the Giants. He was the only person to give time. He's a like, compassionate
1: like, fella. Some love. Yeah, I know. You know? So, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, you won't be,
2: you be practice Sills squad. In.
0: So that's the thing. So, like, for receivers, I don't know, man. Um, I really don't want to say this, but I think that Sterling Shepard might not really have, you know, a spot, to be honest with you. I <laughs> doubt that they cut him. Um, yeah. I think that Sills looks better than Shepard did last season. So, personally. Yeah, so yeah no. that's that's it for me. Corbin and Sills are the two. Uh, Corbin and Shepherd are the ones that like. I know that might be a little bit of a hot take, but I, you know, I'd like that they try that they put Sterling Shepherd in that um as a, as a punt returner. You know, mm-hmm. maybe hopefully trying to find a
1: a spot for him that's not on the wide receiver room. Um, but yeah, we'll see. So. Um, one one thing I do want to mention, not on the cutting side, uh, but more on the hey, this guy showed outside or this guy made his presence known side. Isaiah mm-hmm. Simmons, who you guys just got, made his presence felt very very quickly because he was the guy that pressured Aaron Rodgers into that yeah. awkward yeah. awkward running moment. He forced fourth down, which was yeah. an excellent thing, but which is we did in his time, job. Yeah, he did he did his, his, his job, but he he forced them into that moment where the collective group of Jet fans held his breath when when Aaron Rodger, Aaron Rodgers running to the sideline. Awkwardly throwing the ball and yeah. tripping over his feet, and we were like, <sighs> but you know, yeah. old man moment. Yeah, but it wasn't so
0: much tripping over his feet. that, You know, Simmons got his hand yes, on his yes. toe. That's that's. You but know, again, like at first uh, I was like, at first I was like, uh, old man Rogers can't even stand on his own feet. <laughs> feet and on <laughs> Simmons just ended up
1: touching his toes, which is which is good for me. That's Absolutely, because, because you that. know what, it, it gives you. That I to see. Yeah, it gives yeah. you a preview of what, what this guy can do because he's super versatile. I mean. You know when he was in Arizona, he not only played linebacker, but he paid cornerback, he played safety. So this is a guy that you know I think is gonna excel in Wink Martindale's uh defensive a, scheme, right? Because you could place him anywhere on the yeah, field, he's a, you he's know, a what I'm saying? Waller. he's a defensive baller. Exactly. So so, so I just wanted to call
0: him out, you know. No, yeah, but speaking of predictions, we have like our first our first official, you know, the start of the is gonna be in a couple weeks. For us, the Giants it's going to be September 10th. For you guys, uh, you guys got the 9/11 game. Um, but we both have Sunday night. We both have nighttime primetime games. Um, we've got the Sunday night primetime. You guys got Monday night football. Um, what are you? What? Are, what are your quick thoughts? Super quick predictions on uh, on 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 the games. Okay. Obviously, uh, you guys got the uh, the Bills, which we spoke about. We got
2: the Cowboys. Um, what do you guys think? I think uh, that, no, go ahead, Jose. No, no, okay. no, go ahead. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm going to, in honor of you, Walter, I'm going to give both teams a big fat W in that first week. The Jets are going to beat the Bills, I think, at, at home. Um, we did it last year. I think that the rust is going to show maybe early in the game, but I think the defense, I, man, this defense, as good as it was last year. That defense is scary this year. You know? Yeah, this Jets defense is looking terrifying this year. Because, look, your second stringers, third stringers, whatever the hell, like our second stringers are going out there and out, out doing first teamers like on other teams, and that's a, another reason why I was a little upset I didn't get to see some of the Giants' first teamers this week, especially on defense, actually. But I, I think, yeah, for the Jets, it's going to be a big fat W this this that first week, and I think that the Giants are going to uh, pull out a big fat W against their rivals. The Cowboys in week one as well. I think the Giants are ready. I think Daniel Jones is ready. Saquon Barkley is ready. It's really gonna come down to like how well the the defense plays. Uh, I think they're gonna have to hold on to the ball to like not have to struggle too much with depth. You know, I think they're gonna have to pass and, and run effectively on offense. But I think mm-hmm. they can do it. I think I, I said it when we made our predictions about the schedule, I think the Cowboys are going to have a rough season. I don't know why. I know that everybody is, is predicting they're going to have a great season this year. I don't see it. I, I think Dak is going to lose that confidence finally. Like Seeing this team, I mean, I don't know. That's just me. I'm not going to get too into that. But, um, yeah, I
1: think it's going to be two W's for, for the Giants and the Jets. Cool. Well. Walt? Um, I think the Jets are gonna struggle on Monday night. I think they're gonna find a way to pull out the win, but I think it's it's not gonna be their best performance. Um, just clearly off of what we saw where Aaron Rodgers, there's still some rust that he has to he has to kinda knock off in terms of getting comfortable with his receivers and his offense. The offensive line hasn't played together. Um, yesterday you got four out of the five starters. Dwayne Brown still hasn't shown up. Um just because he came off of the pup list, right? So I, I think there's going to be um, there's going to be some rough moments in that Bills game. I do believe that they're they have enough to pull it out, but um, it's it's not going to be an easy game for the Jets. Uh, it's going to be a, a lot harder than most people are going to think. In terms of the Giants, I'm kind of torn here because I I, I want to say that the Giants win going away in this game, but you know it's it's all really going to boil down to like like Jose said um it's going to boil down to the quarterback for the for the Cowboys you know um it, it's Prescott is, is an anomaly because you know there are times where he looks like he's a world beater and there are times where he looks like you know what are you got, what are you doing brother you know and it's hard to kind of tell what what uh what Dak you're going to get on any given Sunday, yeah. So if he's on his game, he's he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. The problem is it's inconsistency with him. So I want to say that the Giants win, and I want to say that the Giants win pulling away. But it, it's it's and I, that's what I'm going to stick with. But you know, it's it's hard with the Cowboys. It really, really is. You think it's a, You think it's possibly a toss-up? No, I, I think the Giants are, are are actually a better team here. I, I think right, they right. should they win. win. Right. I, I just it's 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 it really depends on what DAC you're gonna get. Yeah. You know. So consistency being the theme here,
0: uh, I actually I think I think that that's what I see with the Giants, you know, separating myself from my own fandom. I think that yeah, it it depends on what DAC shows up. But I think it also depends on what defense for us shows up. Yes. Uh, because I think that if you have a good DAC, that our our defense might still ha- – our defense still has a lot of, like, uh, like little, little things they need to kind of click on and cl- uh, clean up. Um, and, and what it is that our defense isn't that consistent. I know that our O-line is probably, like, our weakest unit. But the defense, I think, is where, you know, we have some inconsistencies. Sometimes they're, sometimes they're on point. They got pressure. They got coverage. Um, they, they, they seem veteran. And sometimes they look like rookies. Get out of here, Cat. Move. Um, I'm not concerned at all with the offense. I think that we have so many weapons um, that we're really going to get a chance to, to, right. to, to, to probably even see a shootout. So I think it's either going to be a high-scoring shootout that the Giants win or um, a, a a a uh or rather a a, a giant's uh, high score win where our defense shows up and Dak gets gets pressured and out of rhythm, or it's a very high scoring game where Dak possibly shows up and. And the defense kind of falter, so it. That's why I said toss up previously when you were talking, because I think it might even be a little bit of a toss up in that first week, which I'm okay with. It's the first mm-hmm. first four yeah, games. You know, as much as I want to win every single game, and on paper, I do believe that we are that we can win um, the first three games. Um, I know that it's it's things are you know still up in the air with the team, so um, I'm gonna edge it out for the, uh, <clears> the Giants, but. Possible, possible loss, um, and and with the Jets, I don't want to be the negative Nancy here. Okay, I don't. Okay, um, but I think that from the Bills' perspective, you got you got you got one of the toughest defenses in the league going out there, and trying to make some make a team that's still not maybe fully comfortable with each other yet more uncomfortable um and i think that you're going to see uh the jets offense pressured quite a bit um i agree and with that. I, think, I think it's going to be like a low scoring game and it's a matter of can they can they can they keep josh allen that bay which i think that they can um especially especially considering um that we didn't talk about this but you know Micah Beck looked real good and he was officially named the uh, starting right tackle so I'm really and that's going to be do wonders for his uh for his confidence um and in that first game you're going to see I think Micah Beck is going to have like a big big game in that first game um because he's going to want to kind of show that he deserved being named uh, a starter in that first game mm-hmm. um so uh but I do think that uh that there may be some 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 little kinks that, that Aaron Rodgers and, and the squad needs to kind of work out on offense. Defense, I'm not worried about, and that's kind of what I think the, the name of the game is going to be for this one. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers, who still needs to work out the kinks, versus Josh Allen, who has all his kinks worked out with already. So right. um, that being said, I think the Bills edge it out. But just like the Giants and, and the Cowboys, I think it could go either way. So, But my okay. official prediction is going to be a win for the Giants, a loss for the Jets. They're going to and they're just gonna go off, and run away with the rest of the season after creating some drama, and making everybody think like, "Oh no, it's not going to work." Doom and gloom. We're Jets fans, of course it won't work.
2: You the guys script. are going to be fine, even it's how it is doing. in the script. It's going to okay. be yeah. one yeah. loss yeah. and then sixteen straight yeah. wins. Yeah, right. Yeah, according <laughs> to the script, right here. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. All
0: yeah. right. Well, so I think that 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 does it for us. Um, I think that was a. You know, I'm excited. I can't wait. We are gonna take a little bit of time off. There's no football really to talk about unless something crazy happens. Please, nothing crazy happened between now and 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 day one. Um, but uh otherwise, you know, we'll catch you guys when the season starts. Don't forget to like, rate, share, and subscribe. Hit that comment button at the bottom.
1: Uh, thank you guys for joining. All right, people. And as always, uh, go Giants. Go Giants. Go Giants. Go, Giants. Oh, go Giants.
0: I can't say that. It's so uncomfortable. Why are you <laughs> making me say that? Ugh.
1: It is the Blue Ugh. versus Green show. Ugh. All right. Later, Bye. people.